0: It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Sports bettors, are you ready? Download the PointsBet app now and use our code BetQL Daily to get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars when you bet with PointsBet. You get faster bets, faster withdrawals, and faster rewards at your fingertips. Download the app now to experience this premium sportsbook for yourself. And don't forget to sign up with code BetQL Daily to get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars. So are you ready? Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji here. Uh we've got uh, one more segment here. Uh, wrapping things up with our best bets, like we do every single day around this time on BetQL Daily at BetQL Daily on Twitter. Uh Eli's not here, he's ve- he's a very busy, man. But well, he but what's he, asked, he doing that right now? asked. I don't know. I don't does it really matter. I could ask, but He's going to tell me something that I don't believe anyways, because he likes to lie.
1: Uh, Jake lie. says it's it's big business. I don't know what uh, that means, but.
0: Put put it this way. Nick Costos, uh would always call him I lie instead of Eli, because oh, he lies on. about just, just dumb stuff. And he's the worst liar. Like, you can tell immediately. I don't okay. know why. Why do people I'd... do that?
1: Why are they bad liars, or why do they try I, lying if they're bad? Just it?
0: about stuff that just doesn't even matter. It's I don't know. It's strange. It's crazy. I don't deal with liars. I get really angry. I don't do like being lied to. Oh, that, that <laughs> is up, at the top of the list. Like, just, yeah.
1: It just, see, that that seems like You're the You're dead of to me! Re- <laughs> <laughs> were you, by the way, were you there for that? uh do you know what i'm talking which, about which one like it was which... <laughs> right after the it was the 05 world series parade
0: no i have no idea well, what maybe, you're talking maybe about. i shouldn't
1: talk about this i'm sorry why not <laughs> you're throwing a business out in the street oh uh, yeah. okay yeah never All mind Fair conversation yeah All i'll right. talk to you anyway whatever hey folks listening uh forget we said that uh joe real quick before Delete. we get, before we get into the the best bets for today yeah did you take the free money on the White Sox to score one run?
0: Yes, I did. Right my, uh, my free money <laughs> points bet. They did, they did not win, but they did they score. They scored the run. They scored the run over at points bet. They were offering that promo. But so we'll see what other kind of promos they'll be offering soon. Uh, Eli did ask me to pass along his best bet, and we broke it down, and we threw out some other ways to bet these two Final Four matchups on Saturday. So if you're listening on the podcast, check out the College Basketball Breakdown with Eli but uh, he likes Houston at plus five and a half, which is available at some books. Five and a half is this play.
1: I actually really like that play as well, because when we talked about this game earlier, I think you're going to, you're looking at a one possession game at the end. Um, I I think it's going to be a final possession sort of thing. And, um, uh, who, whoever has the ball has a chance to tie or, or win. I think it's how it's going to go down tonight. So plus five seems a little high to me. Houston is good. Um, Baylor can shoot the three really well, but Houston defends that pretty well. So I, I don't think it's going to be a runaway game for anybody. I would not be entirely surprised if the Cougars actually end up winning this game outright. Right. But I, dude, I, that plus five, I think I'm taking that in a minute.
0: Yeah, that wouldn't shock me at all. The only thing that would shock me is uh, UCLA keeping it inside double digits. Or even winning, of course. But even inside double digits, I think that would be a surprise to most.
1: So, like I said earlier, I am looking at UCLA tonight like they are a Omar. mid-major. Like, the, yeah. like they are George Mason. That the only way for them to win is for them to just shoot lights out from three. The problem for them is they don't do that. They don't get a lot of the, they don't have a very high volume of their offense that comes from three pointers and they don't have a ton of three point attempts typically. Mm -hmm. But tonight, I don't know how else, or tomorrow night, I don't know how else you win unless you are them. And unless you just start chucking threes and hope you hit like 50% or something. I, I feel like that's the only way for them.
0: And the Zags have to be off. It's got to be a bad They got to be a little bit off.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah.
0: So it's not happening.
1: You hold Timmy T- down.
0: The TV networks, they would not be happy if UCLA, I know UCLA has that LA market, whatever. Yeah, that's- they would not be happy. It's going to be a low scoring game. People not get, ex- and the expectation is it'll be a blowout. So
1: I, well, I don't know if it's a blowout. I don't know if it's a blowout if they end up playing Houston, for example. And those are two big yeah. markets. You're talking about two top four. And, and and Houston might even be no, they're not past Chicago, but they're a top four market. Yeah, so you're talking four, about five. two top four markets. I, I I think you get a lot Maybe. of viewership that way. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think you got a lot of people watching. If it does end up being UCLA in Houston, there's no I way. I, I, there's I don't think no it, it, it's certainly yeah. not likely. It yes. it's probably not going to happen. But if it did, I think there's still intrigue there. You may not keep people for the entire game, but yeah, I think you're going to get a right. lot of people start watching.
0: Yeah, I I guess um. One point is that even though Gonzaga has been great all year, your average fan doesn't know a ton about Gonzaga because they don't right. watch him throughout the regular season, even though they have a few star players there. Uh, I, I'm focusing on baseball here. Did you have any baseball that, that you like that you want to do in invest bets? I've got a few different things I want to hit.
1: Yeah, the one that I really like is one that we talked about earlier. I love Arizona on the money line against the Padres. And and the reason is, I'll go back to Blake Snell. I don't know what kind of year Snell is going to have, but I do know that Merrill Kelly has been really good against San Diego in his career. It's not a ton of starts, but there is still a track record for him to do well against the Padres. And that money line is plus 203. So you're looking at pretty good value there. If you put something down, they end up winning in San Diego. And for Snell, I mentioned this earlier, 2018, great, wins a Cy Young. 2019, pretty underwhelming. And he rebounded in 2020, but we're talking about a two-month season. Who knows what he would have been if they got to play a full year, so I'm I'm not exactly sold on Snell. Again, it is just one game, but there's a lot of value at plus two hundred three for Arizona.
0: Yeah, I'm with you one hundred percent there. Um, that's that keeps going down. By the way, uh, at the is start it down of the now? show, oh, it
1: was plus two hundred three. Now it's one ninety, right?
0: And now it's plus one eighty five. People oh, keep betting it. Yeah, they see that value as Bet well now.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, I, or yeah, you might lose that one. Yep. completely i i agree with you on arizona i like that my favorite plays though i'm taking the white Sox as a slight dog and let's double check here because these have been moving yeah it's still plus 104, 104 like the yeah. white white Sox plus 104 uh with dallas kike on the bump against a left-handed starter yes he had some success against the white Sox, but I, I, this lineup against lefties mashed all of last year actually last couple of seasons i think that's going to continue uh do Keiko's peripherals scare you at all? Because it you don't usually see this this gap. Like this we're talking about two runs. Like he had a 199 ERA last year, mm-hmm. but but his XFIP was four.
1: It, yeah, it does scare me, especially if the White Sox defense does what it did last night.
0: Yeah. If mm-hmm. if that's
1: an indication of what the season is going to be like for them then he will have a lot of trouble. If they clean that stuff up defensively, then I wouldn't be too worried. But, look, we're one game into a season. Left field is a question mark right now, as far as that goes. Um, it was a question mark anyway. Um, but if they don't play solid defense behind him, I could see that number getting even higher.
0: Trevor Bauer on points, but his uh, strikeout number for his Dodgers debut against the Rockies is seven and a half. I'm a little, little concerned that they're not going to let him throw a ton, but I still see 90 pitches. Still see 90 pitches, and I think that'll be enough uh, for him to go over 7.5 with his 36% strikeout rate last year. So I really like the White Sox. I like Bauer to go over 7.5 strikeouts and want to mention the Astros since – we both really lean that way, and Ryan Spader, one of our guests today, he likes the Astros too. So the Astros is an underdog against the Athletics. Christian Javier on the bump. Uh, we like Houston.
1: I like Houston as well. Uh, but going back to Trevor Bauer on the strikeouts, I'm a I'm a big fan of what you said because you were talking earlier about them, about him easily getting to double digits. if If he goes six innings today. Yeah. Yeah, You're you're probably talking about a 10 strikeout game. So let's say he goes five, which I think is totally reasonable. And he's probably going to do better than that. I bet they let him go um, five innings for him. He could very, very easily yes. get to eight. Yeah, Absolutely. That, that's not tough at all.
0: Uh, Jake Hassan, our board op in downtown Chicago. Jake, what do you like? I know you're focused on this MLB card.
2: Yeah, I'm all in on the baseball this weekend. I'm starting with the Marlins and the Rays. I'm taking a look at Pablo Lopez over five and a half strikeouts. The Rays had the oh. second highest K rate in the league last year. And Pablo Lopez has increased his strikeout rate every single year since he got in the league was pushing 30% last year. So I think five and a half is a nice number to take the over on. I, I like that. Al- I'm also going to look at Trey Mancini today. Total base is four plus. Narrative here. He's coming back first time he's played in a while. The comeback from Cancer. I really like Trey Mancini getting a couple extra base hits. Or if he gets a home run, then it catches right away too. Uh for the weekend, I'm looking at the Cardinals and the Reds over uh Tyler Malley and Adam Wainwright on the bump. Both of them are not very good against their respective opponent. Uh both have an ERA over four against the other. So I'm taking that. That matchup is Saturday? That is tomorrow, yes. Saturday. Okay.
0: Okay. Very good. Very good, man. Good stuff there. Uh, that Lopez is a good look. You're right about his strikeout mm-hmm. rate. He kind of flies under the radar against Yarbrough. Mm-hmm.
1: That's see, that's a to me. I, I like Yarbrough to get the win. Just at plus one thirty five, he's pretty good on the road. I know I mentioned that earlier, but I'm a uh, little
0: worried. I'm a little worried uh, about how long some of these managers are going to let these guys go. I I, yeah, I with agree, but thing. yeah
1: but i think he's in long enough to get that win and you know how managers are they like to get their starters wins i know the rays are a little bit different in the way they operate kevin cash doesn't he's not as much worried about that as a lot of other managers are Mm -hmm. but i think for opening day maybe that plays a little bit different
0: roger what else do you have planned today
1: oh well uh you join me in a couple of hours joe because I will be hosting with Matt Spiegel from 2 until 6 Ooh. on 670 The Score in Chicago. It's going to be a great day. Hey, uh, <laughs> Matt Nagy's calling plays this year, buddy. He's um, back to play calling.
0: I saw that pop up on Twitter. I guess he was <laughs> speaking uh, during the show earlier, and I just I retweeted the story on the 670thescore.com website. I'm like, oh, so he – he rehired himself as the play caller after firing Correct. himself last season like uh-huh. hey just so you guys know i'm calling plays by the way if you're paying close attention i don't think he really fired himself last year it may have been for no, a i think he two, was still but he was back anyways didn't
1: they say toward the end of the year that he still had a lot of influence like the last four games yes. yeah yeah so he, he's back people yeah and andy, andy... dalton can't is not the... that oh good news though joe uh uh, nick Foles says he totally understands why he's not the starter right now so that's have
0: have fun with that this afternoon (laughs) it's gonna be great you can talk about a cubs loss a Sox loss matt nagy calling plays it sounds like a joyous day let's go let's go (laughs) that's chris Ranji. he's uh here friday so always a lot of fun when chris is sitting in Baseball season continues, so we'll continue to break it down. I'll talk to you on Monday. Got Horvat in the house for BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network.